0: We're <laughs> <laughs> ready? We're ready? Yeah. Here we go, guys. Right, ready? Go. I'm going to start it off. Ready? Good evening, folks. Welcome to the Not Guilty, Inc. podcast. I'm A.V. This is J.T., and we have a very special guest for you tonight. Well, I'm not too special, but... Well, wow. <laughs> Special special. Yeah. Uh, Tim Flanagan. Tim, tell us introduce yourself.: uh, My name is Timothy Patrick Flanagan.
1: Born February 10th, born February 10th, 1988. I'm a Spanish Irish punk rock and recovering white boy, long way to go. long way to come,
0: still a long way to go. And currently, you're the uh, you're a house manager, sober living. That's the rumor, and <laughs> and the rumor is that you're in charge of 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 JT and me and and Dino, huh? No, I'm not in charge of you guys,
1: but I like to, uh, in my best way, you know, Lord willing, best fatil- facilitate and guide and oversee the safety of your guys's uh, partial stay in this program as you go forth in the progressing of your life in the new direction you're attempting to take.
2: Have we been easy to fucking... for you
1: guys every single night and yeah. all those still out there trying to... Have trying we to been easy things. to deal with? Huh? Have oh, we yeah. been easy? I'm not... I'm so gang shit forth and ready for the new batch of people to come, but fuck, bro, dude. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want a new clan of, like, fuckheads. You know, sometimes it's either hit and miss. Either you get fucking off the go, the fucking... The match just fucking ignites, right? And you got a badass group of guys, which was my first... What happened first year? Or it's just you know, a straight just, shit show? Or they're just like high in the J Cattery. The fucking, <laughs> they can just be horrible. But you got to look at that as just like another way for to ask the Lord to constantly uh, direct you and put patience in you to help you grow. But like, uh, how long hmm, you been sober? Not long. Well, I was my original uh, of sixteen years doing heroin. My initial first uh, sobriety date was June twenty sixth, June twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen. I was sober all the way until November seventh of twenty twenty. I relapsed, November seventh of twenty twenty, and uh, so I just got five months sobriety on the seventh of this month.
0: Good shit, man.
1: Good yeah. shit. Congratulations,
2: bro. Yeah, it's been a long, hard road, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. How was your day, to how was your day today? How did your day go? It was cold as fuck in this house today, man. It was yeah, what is up with the temperature, here, bro? Yeah, it's crazy cold here. My nipples in here were hard. Hard. My fucking hands were numb. Well, like during yeah,
1: I I know. I should make it warmer, huh? But you know what? One thing it does. You know why it's so fucking cold in the loop in Orange County Main Jail or anywhere else for that matter is when the when there's high there's a high mass of uh, you know quite the conundrum or hysteria of germs can be. Populating within itself. Yeah, that's why. The, well, that's, that's why jails are always cold. Yeah. Huh? And since the whole COVID thing, I just figure. No, it's true. It's true, low. man. They, they keep they keep jails cold to keep the germs down. But what I'll do is either that or they're just fucking lying. <laughs> they're to
0: fucking us. lying, dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> to, just, to everyone, dude. What <laughs> I'll do is I'll I'll click on that AC. No, fuck that. Hit the heater, AC. man. Hit <laughs> no, the I'll heater, turn. Bro. Dude, I'll turn the I'll turn the heater up. It was uh, no, nah, no shit. Like, it was cold as fuck yeah. in here, and I'm usually not that cold, but I was freezing. Yeah, but dude, it keeps you young.
1: Probably not, huh? <laughs> Probably know. <laughs> well, fuck no. it. Let's go with that
0: narrative, man. No. Fuck that, dude. It has to keep you something. I know it kept my nipples hard. But um, how was your day, JT? What's up? Tell us about your man, day, man. It
2: was all right, bro. I started off
0: uh early this morning.
2: Did a good workout. I get up at about four, and I go to UFC and um did a good uh. Back and bicep workout today And uh, did some good programming Tim fucking killed it today And uh, Man,
0: I just I don't know I've been kind of off today A little bit, man I'm not really In my zone You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's one of those days Where we're really tired Like, I I mean Picking up on that point Regarding Tim And that, and that program So not this Tim But Tim A From uh, Dynamic Virtual Recovery Like, he did this fucking Gnarly ass shit today Where, like he asked us for a situation that had just occurred where we had been like where we had acted out and I volunteered a story where I got in I jumped into a political debate with some dude at the barber shop who was annoying me, who was irritating me, who was frustrating me, and I just felt like I had no control and I, I felt like it was bullshit and all this stuff and then I responded and he just broke it down like a masterpiece showing like how how my tr- how my response was all about me and the issues I have unresolved. It was it was, it was amazing, right, J T. Oh man, it's it's crazy, the
2: way he broke down, the way you perceive a situation and the emotions that are involved in it. Like once you figure that out, when it comes to life, it just all comes together, you know. And the way he explains it, man, it makes you really think about how you
0: look at situations, you know. Yeah, it's like- all about how you perceive it. Like, straight up, he broke it down to this. Like, that whole shit in the barbershop where I started my fucking, like, debate on Fox and shit to attack, you know, to attack these people, basically. He just basically tied it back to the fact that, like, it related to, like, my dad telling me I wouldn't be shit in my life when I was a little kid. And to, like, my fucking teachers saying, laughing at me when fucking I would say I was going to be a lawyer when they would ask me that rhetorical question of, What are you going to do with your life? And it was crazy the way he did it. It was intense, but then he challenged us to, like, have the self-mastery, the have fucking self-control to just recognize those moments. And he was like, maybe next time you just tell a guy, you know you're triggering me, but I'm working on my shadows. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and he was like, let's see yeah. how they respond then. That's when you're truly a master of everything, right. of your fucking mouthpiece, of fucking your emotions, of everything. And it's That's it's, rad, dude. Right. I mean, I'm sure you overhear some of this stuff, right, Tim? That we that we that we get programmed with during our IOP. I really relate to the, just to what you said. You know, like how sometimes, because
1: um, I do my best. This position it helps me grow a lot. Or is in the current moment helping me grow? Because you know how like sometimes I'll react or initially respond a certain way, and then I come back and then I check myself. I know firsthand you've seen it, and I'll come. i have to go. But you know what? Well, you'll be like. You'll be like, no, no, it's all right, it's all right, everything's fine. I'll be like, no, 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 wait, I just got to do this for myself. I gotta, and I stop and I'll apologize and I got to check myself because I always got to make sure I'm checking and being clear with my motives, what's going on within me. Sometimes I re- react to a certain situation, and at the time, the impulsive notion of what it is I run off is just an instinct, and I snap, and it's unhealthy. I come out a certain situation or something said, We'll make we react in an unhealthy an unhealthy manner. So it's I gotta make sure to apologize, keep my side of the street
0: clean and let you guys know where I'm coming from. Yeah, no, you definitely do that and we appreciate it and stuff. You're a great fucking guy. I have a question though, dude. Did you have to take like special training or get some sort of certification to like every time you ask me to fucking pee in a cup in UA, like fuck, I, I just fucking it just fucking leaks out. And what leaks out? My piss. Oh, that's all right But, I mean, it's amazing You just say, like, pee Like, I need you to UA and shit And then my my, my dick starts tingling and shit And then I fucking (laughs) have Wait, what, what? Dude,
1: let me Whoa, whoa, whoa What? (laughs) Gang
0: (laughs) 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 These are are sayings I borrowed from the Timster That's sick Nah, Tim is such, such a fucking cool guy But seriously, every time he tells me to pee in a cup like, I don't even have to sit down or anything. I could just be standing up and he's, and prob-
2: he's literally probably UA'd me over a hundred times.
1: Gang. What are we talking about right we're just now? We're just fucking... The pee-pee and the panty? Yeah, the we're... You, are you guys... Do you know... Hey, guess what? We're just hanging a leg. Guess what? Donkley,
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this guy like when he get I take gabapentin and shit, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll be like, "You ready to sabotage?" Dude, have it's you fucking, ever been? Are you I familiar you with the little code ever for
2: every pill? Have you ever heard a story, bro, about the
1: dude? would You feel comfortable talking about what? the hotel?
2: Oh yeah. Oh man, dude, yeah. The Momo, the Moomoo, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. Momo, oh, June twenty. So I was a. Uh, full-blown a little bit well no I was a heroin act but then I was able to get licked to a certain extent while I was like 17 and then leading up until I was about right before I turned 20 I don't know anyways June 23rd of 2008 I fell from the four-story of the Ramada uh, off Harbor in Orangewood in Anaheim California and uh, yeah how many bones did you break well, just about everything. I shattered my pelvic bone, It kind of turned it into dust. The best way I explain it, I fucked that up. And then both sides of my uh, scapula, uh, clavicle, which is like the lower and upper part of your collarbone, all of my ribs, uh, busted the top of my left left femur, both feet. Um,
0: you know, how long were you in the hospital? A year and a half. <laughs> But, like, what what's up? Like, you jumped out the window? You fell no, off the I balcony?
1: No, pu- I, 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 uh, I just pushed myself, got myself up uh, over the railing. First, I was fucking around, like, um, I don't know. This is, I don't want to get too tangential, but I was at a spot in my life where I just was, I'd already tried, you know, initially. I had, before this, about, I don't know, there's 17 overdoses that I, can, I continually had. I mean, I had to go through time and time again pushing the envelope i had a bad knack for pushing pushing the envelope of life you know i didn't want to be here anymore i don't want to get all hallmark and dark and yeah and let me ask you this though um but i just like, yeah i, I not, threw
0: myself over the, the balcony in all seriousness like when you were like when you were falling those four stories like did it go by fast did it go by slow do you remember like uh, super fast, but at the same time,
1: slow. Some things are best experienced, not explained, but I can tell you this much. It's very interesting how the brain handles certain situations. I could not fathom what was going on, even though I did it intentionally. I was going, uh, as I went over the railing before I hit the floor, uh, I thought, you know, this, that's it. This is it. Like fucking it's over. And my brain, before I hit the ground, dude, I went out. So I remember falling, drunk drunken, uh, you know. In- intoxicated as I was, but before I hit the brain, before I hit the ground, my brain shut off. Fuck, it goes wow. into, like, preservation mode. Yeah, like, like it
0: like it basically saved you the fucking catastrophe, the fucking yeah. traumatizing experience of actually experiencing consciously like that fucking hitting the fucking pavement or whatever. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy.
1: I can tell you this much, too. A lot of people talk about new death experiences. I thought all that stuff was bullshit, but it is real. I was out of my body. I could see the back... I have full on record, like not just vaguely, like a fucking complete, complete surreal experience. I could see the back of the ambulance going to the hospital, me laying in the bed with all my family members around looking down at me and like I'm watching all this seeing myself lay in the bed and my oh, family true. members my cousin jason uncle m- uncle you know uncle tommy marty and chris whitney man and uncle my cousin and brother that? sister all visiting me and i'm watching it from like a third person out of body like bird's eye bird's eye view hearing full on conversations oh, wow. and so i thought that that's all just like bullshit but that shit is real
0: wow dude and like Wow, I don't even know what to say after that. Did you like feel like saying something to them? Did you, or it was just like where you were just you felt like frozen and shit, where you could just see everything that was going on.
1: There was like different. um, There was like different um, moments in time. I can tell you this much. uh, At the time, it was not something that I heard audibly, but my Lord and Savior He let me know. Like it was such an overwhelming feeling and presence of like that was reassuring i could almost hear him say like you're not you're not done like it's nothing i heard audibly with words like dictation that someone would speak to you but it was so the 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 feeling was so overwhelming like i said some things are just best experienced not explained it was such an overwhelming powerful feeling that you almost hear it audibly like him telling you like so you're not done here but wake up son like the shepherd snaps the leg of the sheep that leads astray i kept fucking pushing the envelope of life did not want to be here all the while you know being blessed with a lot of wonderful you know characteristics that he gives to all of us you know passion and motivation to be able to help and lend you know what it is what's it is in my life that i can toss, pass on to another person but the spirit was willing but the flesh was weak you know i would just was figuring out who i was in the midst of a lot of uh pushing away what i f- felt and was getting tugged at to show like my notion of what my purpose and passion for life was but i fucking i was a lot of shit i was trying to figure out i kind of had to figure this thing life out on my own and i you know in the long run the culmination of all the experiences trying to shove them down and push it to the wayside instead of dealing with them i turned to drugs alcohol heroin all that stuff and uh I was to the point where I just didn't want to be here anymore. So with 17 overdoses and then that hole and then that fall, um, I just kept wow. fucking pushing the button like I want out, I want out. And he's just, every time I'd wake up in the hospital or I, no matter what, I'd always land on my feet, you know, metaphorically speaking. And he's tugging at my shoulder and I'm trying to still run it on my own. I finally just stepped out of the way and said, all right, I'm done. Lord, you're going to have to take it from here. Let's let him take the wheel. Yeah and it's still, life is still rough like the other day, everything I was going to tell you like, job, money, and all those things, it doesn't mean a fucking thing, unless you take care of what's going on in here in your head and in your heart that's all that matters, like things are going great right now, but I was living in the car the other day we're looking at this badass view over Long Beach you can see downtown LA, and I look as we're about to park, I look at my girlfriend I'm like, I want to drive this car off a of fucking cliff <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah dude
0: that's just, that's life, dude. That's life, bro. What a wild story, bro. And then fast forward a couple of hours, and you're, like, handing us our meds and shit. And <laughs> help, helping us on our journey to fucking act right. Gang, to, bro. Vile, to fucking wash the dishes. To fucking clean up, man. Wow. Like, I, I retract the whole, like, it's cold in here shit after hearing that story, dude. Yeah. Fuck that. You can leave it. Fu- we'll, we'll leave the windows open today. Fuck that. It just goes to show
2: you, man. People's struggles. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and what how they amazing go, what they God go, is, yeah. bro. But I mean, what they go through and and how they overcome. What they first were- of
1: all, before we move forward, dude. I'm super tired. I've been up since two thirty this morning. I know I'm probably spitting out a lot of information. No, in my, bro. I'm probably my uh, no, I'm a little short on sleep. So whatever I say, if I get a little too.
0: No, brother. That
2: was great, Out man, there. I, was, I mean, I'm that trying was to great, put together I mean, my
0: sentences the best. No, you're doing a great job, man. That's fucking... This is is not about putting together some sort of fucking polished scripted show. This is is just fucking chopping it up, dude. Like, just talking and shit. We had a crazy day, but, man, now I think I've never had a crazy day compared to the shit you just fucking shared with us, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're here, bro. No bullshit, man. Like... Ever since Thank I got you. here, you've been nothing but legit. We, sh- we share stories about fucking social distortion, and, yeah. you know, uh, I'm still going to do that I saw me.
1: him. That was the, the night of my that, that accident. I went to see him at the De- uh, Anaheim House of Blues. Not that he'll probably ever hear this, but Daniel Holsting, shout out. If you were not there to uh, dial that, you find out who your friends are when fucking shit hits the fan. That guy, was he He stuck around, and or he was the one. If he had not woken up, to walk, light up to go outside and light up a cigarette, he would have not, they were all asleep. Remember this. Everybody was dead asleep. And I knew that. That's when I threw my purposely threw myself over the balcony. But just so happens he just happens to wake up and he goes outside to light up a cigarette. Once he puts his big lighter back in his hand, his pants he looks up and he sees my feet go over the railing. Shout out to Daniel Holstein for being there. God bless you for fucking making that phone call because I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for him.
0: So he it was Shout so out, God bro. woke him up so he could see. I'm your glad you're falling,
1: dude. That's that's
0: badass. Because
1: yeah, God at that moment he doesn't even believe in, in the Lord. But at that point, the Lord doesn't give a fuck, flying fuck. He says, "Well, this is the one I'm waking up. He's gonna make the phone call.
0: Good that's use, wild. Hey man, that's good use of the word flying, dude. God doesn't give a flying fuck. Yeah, man, yeah. you were flying. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. I've never knew about this, dude. This is amazing that you shared this today. That's fucking Thank wow. You. I don't even know what the fuck. Yeah, to but social say.
1: distortion. That's who we saw. I saw that night. It was badass. That was a good concert.
0: Speechless, bro. Sorry about that, man. I'm oh, I'm just good. fucking, I'm just like wow. Dude, damn. that was a
1: Donkler cloud you just blew out. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like oh, and for our
1: audiences, the, the word donkler, don't try and figure it out. I even thought to myself, my girlfriend asked me, What does Donkler mean? I said, you know what? If we give it. If we even give it a definition, it's gonna lose. It's it's gonna lose its power. It's just like, dude, you're going down the freeway and you fucking there's crazy ass traffic. You're almost gonna run in the back of that car, but then fucking you make that s- fucking swivety swifty, swervical left right turn. You don't hit the car. Boom, right lane. Oh, donkley, <laughs> donkley. You know, dude. <laughs> You're fucking You're gonna overdraft You got $150 You gotta pull out of your account You're negative fucking $30 So you're in the red Right before you fucking Are gonna make the withdrawal Oh A fucking deposited Like Income fucking The deposit of annual Fucking annuity Which which triggers Which triggers The second stimulus check Runs in right away So now Right before you pull out That withdrawal So your bank's not Withdrawn and overdrawn You've got a positive balance And so now When you make that withdrawal You're not double negative Donkly <laughs> I fell off that fucking four-story building, dude. I didn't have a fucking Chinaman's chance in this life. I'm making it back, okay? All of a sudden, Daniel Holstein's there to make the phone call. Dunkley. Well, I was caught with, like, uh, a little bit over uh, a pound, collectively, of drugs, heroin, and meth. But the whole thing is L.A. did not file, so that the two corresponding counties... L.A. and Orange County had not talked to each other yet, so their systems are not messed up. All of a sudden, I've got release on my O.R. own recognizance. I've even made bail. Dunkley. Dunkley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man, bro. bro, mic drop. Fuck, him. dude, yeah, folks. Bro. Thank you for joining us, but fuck that. Thank you, Tim. 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 <laughs> <laughs> never- <laughs> This is the best therapy before I go yeah. to bed tonight, brother. This is fucking amazing, man. You don't know. My heart is tickle. Oh yeah, guess us- what?
1: Oh you know, he's got a less than fifty percent chance of living. He's never gonna never gonna walk. He's never gonna talk again. Even if he does walk and talk, he probably won't even know who God's like, no, stack the deck, motherfucker. I write the books. Donkley. <laughs>
0: Hey, man, uh, donkly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We just have to end on that shit. I'm never going to forget that word. Dude, great, Ever. great show, man. Thank you, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it, folks. It was
1: nah, a- nah, 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 nah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's we're so- not pulling into rap, dude. All right, fucking let's The curtain falls too sh- close. No, what does it say? The curtain falls too sh- What the fuck? Donkly. No, it, oh, <laughs> donkly. See, right there, it doesn't always have to be good. noise. Yeah, 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 Donkly. <laughs> No, yeah, the curtain falls to uh something, so they say. <laughs> yeah, the curtain falls too early, so they say, well we're not letting it close. We're going to ride the wave. Uh-huh. You're going to perceive. Do not redact that statement. Move
0: forward, sir. <laughs> I love this, dude. <laughs> oh man, I couldn't have a better fucking house manager than you, bro. Amazing. Well, I'm I'm okay. I'm good.
1: Let's put I'm okay. That's a big ass foot, man. Dunkley. <laughs> you know like Dude At some time Like dude I can tell you, you can <laughs> You can also use it like this Like hey honey Dude You you look like mm, You look sweet little foxy I want to fucking put this Donkler in you Donkler <laughs> You know like That's I'm sorry I don't want to get like a little Let's keep it classy But <laughs> that uh, uh, You know It can be used You know It's a plethora Of many you know Ways you could apply this word Donkler Donklies You could even have a Schmidaggle
0: <laughs> Oh boy A no, okay, star so has about, been born
1: How about this though um, He not busy being born Is busy dying What does that mean to any of you guys And There's no right or wrong answer What is it bro He not busy being born Is busy dying I don't know what that means
0: like the, that motherfucker Donkley. who's not reinventing himself Who's not reincarnating himself Who's not progressing is just withering away Can you say gang shit Gang <laughs> Burn Nailed
1: it, Nailed it. Mm-hmm. You don't need a weatherman to know its way the wind blows <laughs> Donkley
0: <laughs> Oh man this
1: Dude, Tino? You... Hey Jack and Mike D To my dismay Tino what's going on over there with you buddy Fra- R- and Where are you from, good sir? I'm from Chicago. Gang! Do is there any way you can play a song right now while you're... We gotta we gotta work on that. <laughs> you know? Like, well, you can let it play while... You've re- ever watched a podcast like... Well, obviously you've watched them for making one. But anyways, jumping back in the relative manner pertaining to what I'm discussing. Have like a soundtrack... You know, bad boy Leroy Brown, oh, south side of Chicago, the baddest part of town. Yeah. You better just be, you know? <laughs> Big bad Big Leroy, Leroy Brown. Brown, the baddest man in the whole damn town, a of than old King Kong. Oh, it sounds like, sounds gay as shit when I'm singing it, but he's all, he's got a custom continental. A fucking El Dorado 2. He's got a thirty-two gun in his pocket for fun and a razor in his shoe. Well, he's bad, bad, bad. Leroy Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. A fucking badder than old King Kong. I don't remember the rest of the words. Wait a minute.
0: There we go.
1: How old are you, though, Chino?
0: He's 25
1: 25, ready to stay alive, huh? And you, and your kids, how many?
0: One He has a daughter, beautiful daughter She's one and a half. What's her name? Kaya 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 Love, Kaya Love. Chicago
1: she, You've never heard fucking Leroy Brown? I've never heard it so. You've never heard it, dude? No. Well, let's see. One second. We have a negative dongle.
0: Going on. Straight from sober living.
1: Wait a second! Don't write it off yet. Classic. You, know. <laughs> you fucking bad than a an old King Kong. I mean, as a junk dog dog. Yeah, what? You've never heard the Leroy Brownski? Dude.
0: You were born in a bar? Oh, my bad. Not fermented.
1: No, that's alright. I just was looking at
0: the into the mic, into the mic.
1: Never mind. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, we're yeah. on the we're on the air. Yeah. Uh huh. Live? <laughs> Not live, man. But okay, well, we're alive, dude. Gang, <laughs> dude, come on, <laughs> let's discuss something, dude, We're alive. dude. Don't forget, you're alive and the future is Unwritten. you know what don't forget we're alive that's with the great joe strummer lead singer of the the Clash, also known as the ba- only the only band that ever manna- mattered <laughs> <laughs> who's that dude i have him tattooed on my i have him tattooed right here on my arm Players. fucking oh this shit's going to get interesting That's unwritten That's one of his uh, uh quotes also he's got don't forget we're alive Uh, I just found it in my pocket. <coughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? No, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Gang. I waited Gang. till I was sober. I had a, I wanted to, I'm going to be tatted, you know, relatively in a lot of places, but I need to wait till I was sober to make the decisions of like how I wanted to proportion them all and where I was going to put them. Because I'd look like a fucked up Etch-A-Sketch if I got them while I was... You guys remember EctoSkets? Yeah. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Jeez,
1: wow. So we gotta discuss something. Come uh, on. I don't even
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. I'm so fucking tired.
1: This is yeah, but so am I, dude. And this is what we're doing, dude. <laughs> <I'm> no, <fucking dead. laughs> <laughs> what's the so funny?
0: You, dude, you killed it, brother. All right, it's but just the goddamn truth. You killed
1: it. it. We're not going out on this tone, dude. I gotta. I want to hear some more from some of you guys. Fuck. I think
2: that's it, bro. Like I'm.
0: I'm fucking. No, but uh, dude, no, that's not fucking...
1: it. Especially for the story from this fucking Jonathan Terry, dude. This guy's out there. He fucking. You tell us about the, your last job, dude. My last what? Your last job? Where you worked? Uh, Woolfield. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I worked flowback, West Texas. For how long? Uh, I was there probably. Probably about a year. It's the easiest job in the world, bro. You go out there. Check yeah, but it out. N-
1: getting you got a sick cush position. But remember getting there. Remember the story oh, you told man.
2: me. I w- I just gotten out of prison. I had no clothes. All I had was a truck, man. And I just went from oil field company to oil field company. Kept going, and I kept getting denied and denied and denied. And dude, I was gonna fucking give up, dude. I just I was at that point where I was just gonna call it quits, and. uh I kept uh, calling this guy that he was my cellie's stepdad. And uh, this guy was my cellmate for three years. And I I would, I even, I started calling this guy before I got out of prison. He's like, man, I can't help you. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I started calling him when I got out and he's like, well, do you have a truck? I said, no, I don't have a truck yet. He said, well, call me back when you got a truck. And I called him back when I got a truck. He's like, you got a license? I said, no. And I called him back when I got a license. Long story short, man, I was, I'd finally got an interview with this company and I just called this guy, and I said, look, man, I don't have nobody else to call, man. Will you please loan me the money to rent me a hotel room for a week? And he showed up, and he saw that I was clean and that I was trying. Well, right then, the company that I was waiting to start work for called me and said that they can't hire me because I didn't have seven years clean conduct, only had five years felony free. And, dude, I was at that point, I was just, oh, it was like the most crushing blow ever. And he said, all right, man, go to the, go to the front uh, desk and uh, get the money back. Man, you're going to come stay at my place. And I'm like, what? You know, he's like, yeah, I got a fifth wheel. You could just stay out there. And this dude moved me out to his house, bro. Moved me in with his family. Didn't even know me. Took me to church that Sunday. And uh, two weeks later, I was in West Texas. And I didn't know nothing about the oil field, man. I I was so green. And I just I took that 10-pound sledgehammer, dude, and I swung that motherfucker for 13 hours. And uh, he was so impressed that he let me stay down there for production. And uh, two weeks later, I was making six fifty a day. And uh, wait, before I move forward, can I ask
1: you a question? Yeah. Can you say gang shit, donkler? Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was great, man. And then, and then COVID hit, and it, the job come to an end. And uh, that's when I started using again. And uh, it was a bad seven-month run. almost went back to prison. I lost everything. I had a brand-new truck, had a house on 10 acres. Uh, yeah, I lost everything, bro. And uh, lost my girl. And uh, come down here and trying to rebuild my life again. And I'm oh, coming yeah. up on 90 days now, and I'll have it all back. And then some. And then some.
1: Tenfold gang shit yeah that's fighting the good fight and it's a uh, it's a narrow straight line we have to walk to get the things back that we want you know it's a narrow path matthew 7 13 through 14 enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and there are many who go in by it but because narrow is the gate that leads to life it is difficult and it's the way that we lead you forward in the wait i don't know read it wrong anyways because narrow is the gate that it's difficult. Stop. <laughs> I can't read that right. Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. <laughs> Go out on a good note.
0: Falling forward, huh, JT. Well, that's it, bro. Falling forward, never back, right? Never. Because of those because of that darkness, man. Look where you're at now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Your mind, dude. When you got up here they can never take from you. Yeah, I'm gonna do great things, bro. You are, man. Yeah. Here's the thing are.
1: though, you're gonna do great things and you're
0: doing great
1: things now. Gang shit. You know, Donkler. Like I said, I'm really blessed to have a, a great group of guys like you. Because I, when I speak openly about my defaults and defects of character, and the way I feel like I, I come forth to you guys in certain things I discuss, it's only because I feel that comfortable around you. I know the Lord's blessed me with <clears throat> brought in this cool of kick-ass individuals into my life. You know, because a lot of times, like when we talk about personal shit, yeah, Tim, Tim's always advice, been
2: the one man to like. He knows what I'm going through. He knows you know my personal stuff and tim's always been the one bro to pull me to the side and you know like check in with me let me know that he if i need to talk to him about anything that he'd be there and that shit really does mean a lot to me thank you it does bro because uh most people don't give a fuck about you all people do is disappoint you you know yeah i mean that's my outlook on things you know i mean it's getting better now but i was had the mindset of you know people just eventually let you down yeah. you know but uh, for the first time in my life i am actually been around some good people and that don't want something from you that aren't trying to fuck your old lady you know what i mean oh no, yeah i'm i'm just being honest and uh i don't know i'm i'm at a really good place in my life right now that's real dude you know? hey tim
1: <clears throat> no bullshit can i get my meds though your meds dude yeah. I, I gave them to you can i have some more <laughs> dude get this <laughs> if you want uh-huh i can call the connect Right now, no, no, Guess what? Guess what? Dunkler. that wasn't funny. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> that was a test. Donkley. No,
1: no, but no, but really, like <laughs> sometimes my hey, my sense of humor is really That's just like, I mean, like <laughs> funny, but not because we're in recovery now and heroin not almost did take my life. It did take my life, and only because someone else has got plans, something else in line for me. By the grace of him, I'm still here. That's not funny. I should not be joking like that. Hey bro, you have great hair, man. I apologize, Dunkley.
0: <laughs> you have great hair. Thank you. Anything else JT? I'm, I'm good, brother. Hey man, what a great fucking. Great thank show. you so much, brother. Thank, thank you for joining us and like. Yeah. we are I talk. love you guys, dude. You I guys you be
2: sure fucking to uh like and subscribe because yeah. we're going to be having more every day. Have a
0: good night. God bless and keep you always. Keep up yeah. the good fight, man. Let's do this shit.
1: Wait, I'm not we're not going out on a bad note. I must read that correctly. For it goes and says that enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who ingo- go in by it. But because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, there are few who find it. Matthew seven thirteen through 14. Proverbs eighteen two says a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Clear. <laughs>
0: Amen. Amen.